The No New Friends podcast is brought to you by the personal injury attorneys Kaufman and Lind at whenyouneedus.com. If you're injured in a car accident or any other injuries, give them a call 407-706-3535. That's whenyouneedus.com. For me, church parking lot. Really? Wow. Yeah, in a car in the church parking lot. I would hope you I was hoping you were saying a car. Yeah. That it's in just my in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, that in my parents' backyard. So wait, your parents So like I lived with my parents and we would be like, Hey, we're gonna go for a walk and I would go to my trunk and grab the blanket out of the the trunk and then go into the backyard and you know, bang one out real quick. Dang, wow, that's, okay. um, that's romantic right there. Remy, Remy, nothing about bang one out real quick is romantic, okay? This wasn't like the first time or whatever. You know, this is, uh, needed to get my D wet real quick, and that's where, that's where we landed. <laughs> and I forgot that my mom listens to this. Mom, sorry. Oh my god. Oh my all god. sorry. <laughs> my parents oh are learning man. so much about me, uh, on this podcast. And now it's time for the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast, voted number one by our friends and family, and also number two for pets and family on Good Pods. And we're in the top 100 for comedy podcasts on Good Pods, uh, the top 10 for comedy improv podcasts on, on Good Pods. We're in the top 100 on Apple Podcasts. So many top 100 lists, uh, but number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. If you'd like to connect with us on the Instagram, the Facebook, the YouTube, uh, the Twitter, and, and look, uh, help join our Patreon, our clubhouse, for as low as $1 a month, and that's cheaper than becoming verified on Twitter, uh, because that's $8 a month, okay? So $1 a month, you can just join us, and we'll treat you as verified. But you can also check out our sweet merchandise and all sorts of other stuff. My name is Scott. I am the host. Mary is not with us this evening, but with me, as always, my co-host. He is our scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris. Scott, I think you're going to get this one, all right? Okay. Keep very still. It's visions based on movement. Oh, that would be Jurassic Park. No, that's what the kids say in the theme parks when they see you walking by. <laughs> okay, I have to, uh, Ryan. Ryan uh, sent me that, and it he, of course he goes. I have an idea for a, for a movie quote. Keep very still. It's visions based on movement. Of course, they will guess Jurassic Park, but then you say no. That's what kids say in parks when they see Scott walking their way. Oh, that's great. That's oh. funny. You son of a bitch, Ryan. <laughs> also, our producer Alex. Hola. And joining us this evening, sitting in for Mary, a uh, very special guest. Uh, he was on the episode. He's actually been on a couple episodes. Uh, Gone Too Soon, which was back when we had really crappy audio. <laughs> and then uh, No New Friends Diz His Excellent Adventure. He said about four words during that episode. Uh, but I'm a co-host. I'm his dangerous co-host on Remy's Roundtable. The host himself. The man who brought all of us together. Remy, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing. I'm doing great. I uh, was out at Uni Universal today, and I gotta tell you, man, the lines out there were just straight up walk-ons all day today. Mm. Like they were, they were waiting from t between ten to twenty minutes all day today, including uh, Velocicoaster and uh, JP River Adventure. I mean, they were just all 
10 to 20 minutes today. It was great. It was a great day. Nice. You know, Remy's been begging me, begging me to come on for a while and it just hasn't worked out with timing, you know, and there's different things that we have going on. So I texted him today. I was like, Hey, Remy, you want to, you want to come on tonight? Um, he jumped out of the Hagrid's queue. It was like three 30. He's like, all right, I'm going to jump out of Hagrid's queue <laughs> right now. And, uh, and, and I'll be ready. I'm like, bro, it's three 30 where we don't do this till eight o'clock. You got time. He's like, no, 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 I'll be ready. Then he texted me at four, five, six, seven, seven, 15, seven 30, seven 45, seven 46, 47, 48, 49, 50 and 55. Hey, I'm ready when you are. Chris, did you get any texts from Remy at all? Yeah, um, he actually called me as soon as you asked him to come on. And he just, uh, he was like, hey, man, uh, I'm ready to go. I said, uh, Remy, we have three hours until until we start recording. And he, he was ready on his phone. He was just going to jump on Riverside, run on his phone and the Uber back to his house. I know, dedicated. he was. He was ready to go. He's dedicated. That's what, that's what I love about you, Remy. You're, you're so reliable and all that. And, uh, you know, I, and I, now I know what it feels like to be Tom and Dan. Uh, when you get to go on there, because I'm sure that you blow up their phones uh, on the days that you're about to record with them, right? I mean, not, not only that, but I kind of blow up their Twitch uh, channel too. So, and whenever I'm on, I'm just blo- they're blowing up. They're like, like Remy, Remy. I'm like, what's up, guys? Hey, how you doing, Twitch? Nice to see you guys uh, once again. That's awesome. So, um, Remy, do you have a Twitter? I do. I actually do have a Twitter, and the Twitter is actually under uh, Remy's uh, Roundtable. That's the only Twitter I have. Listen, so, I'll let you plug things at the end of the show. Okay. Uh, just, just wait. All right. We plug your show. I, I asked you, did you have Twitter? I didn't ask you what your Twitter handle was. Okay. <laughs> Answer one question at a time. Okay. This is a new concept for Remy because Remy will ask me eight different questions in the span of one sentence. And I'm confused as to what he's asking me. This is a different concept where I'm going to ask you one question at a time. Okay. So stay with me, Remy. Okay. All right. So you have a, you have a Twitter. Yes. Yes. Is your Twitter verified? My Twitter is actually not verified. I'm not paying that monthly dollar a month on Twitter. Hell, hell, no way, man. Absolutely not. Chris, I feel like you have a verified Twitter account. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Scott. I, um, I was a Twitter Blue member. For, uh, and Twitter Blue before Elon, B-E, was really you could just change the color of the Twitter icon on your home screen. And I really wanted it to be purple. To match my wallpaper so i paid three dollars okay. a month it was three dollars a month you got that you got to um undo tweets and uh that was it when they when they bumped it up to five dollars a month i i boycotted i was like this is not for me can't do it not for a purple icon now i wish i was uh still a member because now i could have that little blue check mark which i did apply for three times already mm-hmm. and uh apparently uh no new friends podcast host does not qualify me to be verified Right. Now, at some point, uh, the, the verification, the little blue check mark, used to mean something. Yes. It used to mean that you were like a real per, like the real celebrity, you had a, a certain amount of followers or something, I think, got you that blue check mark. Now, just anybody mm-hmm. can claim to be anybody else. And for $8 a month, you can have that blue check mark. So, some of the things that have happened, <laughs> uh, someone created a, a verified with a blue check mark Twitter account for Eli Lilly. Okay. Uh, everybody knew pharmaceutical Eli Lilly company, is. right? Yeah. Pharmaceutical company produces insulin and they put out there breaking news. We've now decided that we are going to distribute our insulin for free. <laughs> wow. The company's stock fell 4.45% after the fake tweet. That is insane. That is. Yeah. Um, Eli Lilly has also paused all advertising on Twitter as a result. 
Um, <laughs> this is this is a terrible one. An account spoofing Tesla. Okay, so a blue <laughs> checkmark Tesla breaking. A second Tesla has hit the World Trade Center. Oh, oh my no. gosh. Oh no. Another one. Uh another account impersonating video game giant Nintendo tweeted a picture of its famous karyo- character Mario giving the middle finger. I saw this one. And then somebody replied and was like, <laughs> Mario would never do this. And then they and then Nintendo, the fake Nintendo account, replied, he just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh pepsi pepsi company was also uh, a victim of these parody uh verified accounts and tweeted out coke is better <laughs> so things not going well for elon musk to uh to start off his tenure at twitter and you know he's now they've they're they're asking that uh you know they're they're gonna put parody on everybody's profile who's who it's a spoof account or whatever and um, oh oh, this here's another one. One parody account posing as banana producer Chiquita tweeted, "We've just overthrown the government of Brazil." <laughs> <laughs> so, so they put a halt on this whole Twitter blue thing, uh, and and they can't. No, nobody can do it now. But I guess um, you know now you have to have like. Uh, if if you're doing a parody account, it's got to have parody on 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 the name. So it's like PepsiCo parody with the blue check mark. Um, and Musk said tweeted, uh, basically tricking people is not okay. But what I'm thinking is, isn't that what Donald Trump has been doing on Twitter all this time? Is uh, tricking people and and so he was censored, and now Elon Musk has bought Twitter to uncensor everybody and. Uh, it, I thought he'd be okay with all this misinformation on the Twitter sphere. Well, so the scariest part about all this is like, yeah, you know, these the stock up, you know, stock tumbled five percent, horrible. The Mario middle figure thing, hilarious. Uh, but the 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 scariest part about this, and I'm glad no one thought of this. I'm glad it was only just my crazy mind. But I remember when Trump was president. And he would send out these tweets, right? He kind of put Twitter on the map for world leaders to start using Twitter and and tweeting out right. serious things. So I remember uh, people like Russia would come out. They came out and said, we are taking Trump's tweets as official statements from the president's office, right? So what if somebody made an account for like a world leader and waged war against somebody else and sent out a tweet right? with a verified badge? It's like scary. Uh, and so so then, okay, so they had the blue check mark for $8 a month, right? Yep. Then the next day, they rolled out the official check mark. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Okay, so anyone can get the blue check mark for a day. Then the next day, celebrities and people who had the blue check mark had another check mark underneath that check mark that said official. So you would know what accounts are verified, essentially. Oh my right? god! And oh then that was the, that was live for two hours, and then they took that down. Well, yeah, because he fired all the verification people. <laughs> Like he laid off all the verification people. <laughs> so now, uh, as of today, we are back to the blue check mark and the verified check mark. So you got to be double check marked to be uh, oh my God. to be legit now on Twitter. Remy, if you Jesus. could create a verified account and tweet something out, what would it be? I know you. I, I know. I, I know that. I know you got something. I mean, if it if it was me, like I would create like something to do with Pokemon. Uh-huh. And just be like, oh, hey, here's all the here's all the fake cards. And oh, right besides all, oh, here's all the real cards right here. So <laughs> genius. 
I would probably create one for Bubba Job. And I think I might. Oh, there oh. you go. I think I might, actually. I think I think we're gonna have to all right, guys. Listen, we're gonna need a couple more Patreon members to pay for this eight dollars a month check mark. So if you go to our pledge eight dollars a month, it will go towards a Bubba Job account. I think that'd be great. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I think I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I think that I would I would be some some big celebrity. Uh I don't know, LeBron James or whatever. And I would just do all these retweet tweets of, hey, help, uh, and, and just start tweeting No New Friends podcast. <laughs> like, just, I would have all, all of these celebrity verified accounts and just start No New Friends podcast, No New Friends podcast, no New, or our GoFundMe or whatever, you know, something to, uh, to generate some income. Oh, I mean, you could you know, have done we, that. That's pretty realistic, Scott. I know. I don't know why I didn't I think know. about this. Could be because you were dying of the band flu, but. I was dying of the man flu, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to in a little bit because I have a funny story uh, when this whole man flu started. But we touched on something, and that's our our favorite former president, uh, Donald Donald J. Trump. Now, listen, I, you know I'm not a huge fan of his politics um, or him really in general, but it, I gotta hand it to the guy; he knows how to sell a hat. Okay, yeah, so have you heard his new slogan? Is it okay? So I saw I saw his trending on Twitter: Magaga, Magaga. Make America great and glorious again. Great. So I cannot glorious. wait to hear the yo-yos at Fox News talking about Magaga. Magaga. Oh, you know, my God. the Magaga crowd. So I, okay. So a couple things on this. I would have went with uh, Maga. Make America great again. Again. I think that right. would be right. nice. But my favorite uh, Maga abbreviation was when they were speaking in Mexico. And when I say they, I mean like the Trump team and Rudy Giuliani was down there and it said, <laughs> make Mexico great again. Also, <laughs> and oh, it was the abbreviation going across the hat. Oh I would wear one of those. Oh I think, God. I think I'd wear a make Mexico great again. Also hat. I think I would. I think I yeah. just, I think that'd be pretty fashionable. Actually. Listen, I'm, I'm looking forward to the 2024 election season oh, because yeah. it's been boring. It has yeah, been really boring. He's a dead guy the, for president. He's I mean, dead. He's a corpse. Right. I mean, Biden has some comedy gold with, with some of the things that he says and shouldn't say, but it's not like mean-spirited or, uh, or anything like that. I just can't wait for things, you know, we 2020 brought us some classic moments. Oh, yeah. You know, um, Rudy Giuliani in front of the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Amazing. I mean, like, you can't write things like his that. His hair dye, his hair dye, uh, when he was sweating, his hair dye rolling down his, his face. His hair dye. Him him it, with his cameo appearance in the uh, cinematic masterpiece Borat 2. <laughs> I, I mean, just come on. It's like, listen, politics aside, we need, we need... Uh, we need more of a shit show. I just want the entertainment. I know. I, I want the entertainment. Saturday Saturday Night Live has gone downhill since the 2020 election because there's really nothing to, yeah. you know, there's only so much you can make fun of um, Joe Biden and his geriatrics. I know. It's just like, there, it only goes so far. It just kind of, yeah, it only goes Biden, so far. Biden call, uh, asking where that woman who died was. I was just right. like, I want exactly. to laugh so bad, but he's very, he's super serious. I have just want to, this right. is just kind of kind of sad but this is stuff that we come to expect we expect biden to just say dumb dumb stuff like this yeah but with with trump it's it was kind of like howard stern in the old howard stern days it's like what is he going to say next it, he was basically um, if howard stern was president like just ha howard stern on the howard stern show not you're right yeah. you're, you're right like it was like what just what howard i stern show. i cannot wait to see 
Trump and uh, Ron DeSantimonious. Oh, yes, Ron DeSantimonious. DeSantimonious. That'll be a great battle, a a battle of the dum-dums, and I can't wait to see that. I'm trying to think, uh, man. So this will be USA season... Season, I don't know. Are they going to? Are we going to jump back in? Is it going to be season three? Would we take a little break? And now it's because it's this is it's, yeah. a, it's a TV show. It's a uh, he he yeah, runs this, this like a TV show. Yeah, twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty four was just like the the fall hiatus, right? And now and now we come back strong with uh, with twenty twenty four second half. I'm not going to lie, the Trump Poli- listeners at home, politics aside, I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> forget all the politics. Right, right, right. Forgetting all, forgetting all the, all the, the antics will be fantastic. Uh, you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, looking for another way to listen to the No New Friends podcast? We are now featured on Glacier FM. That's G-L-A-C-E-R-F-M dot com. Just go to the uh, music channels and go to Glacier Underground. That is Glacier, G-L-A-C-E-R. And you can hear us Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, that is GlacierFM.com. There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. I got to tell you, if you live in the Central Florida area like me, you know that this time of year is super hot. In fact, most of the year is super hot. So I've been using Air Concept to help me out with all of my AC needs. When my AC goes down, they come out right away. They take a look at it. Professional, friendly staff that gets it right the first time. That's airconcept, concept with a K, dot com, airconcept.com, or you can give them a call 407-928-4595 and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hi, this is comedian Miguel Colon, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris, and this week's special guest, Remy from Remy's Roundtable. Now, guys, I'm like in the middle phases of the man flu right now. Like, we've talked about the man flu all the time, and, you know, you're asking yourself, what's the middle phase? The middle phase is when I feel like I've, like, fully recuperated, so, like, I'm going to go gung-ho, like, oh, I got this, I got this, I got this. The middle phase is, the like, the false sense of wellness, which will be followed by second death which comes oh, tomorrow where well, I overdid it today. But, um, so the man flu started for me on, on Sunday. Okay. And I'm, I'm working and this, Chris, this is, this goes along the lines of our, our restroom conversation yes. last week. And so I'm in there, I'm in the office and it's myself and like one of the hourly shift leaders. And I have this like deep cough. Well, as I have this cough, one of the loudest, um, gas explosions oh, no. from my ass oh, no. comes out. So it was a full out 
like loud passing gassing and and I've done that before where I've been able to duplicate the sound by doing something different <laughs> so that they're like, oh, you know, it's just the chair. Chris, I couldn't do it. I couldn't like I was on a chair with wheels on a hard floor. There was no leather around. There was nothing. And like I saw her look at me. So she had to have heard it. Oh, no. And I am just mortified. Just absolutely mortified. Has this ever happened to you guys? Remy, I'm sure doesn't hold back. He just does it in public anyway. No. Well, there was a there was a time back when uh I was working over at Rip Ride Rocket at uh and you Universal ripped, and, and, and you and you ripped it. Oh yeah, sound like a sound like sound like a clear rocket, man. I mean, just it went up to different octaves and everything. So <laughs> no, but no, but no, I I heard a uh, a team member who was I was trying I was waiting in line to use the, the restroom in our break room, and all of a sudden I heard this loud sound coming from the other side of the door. I'm like, yeah, I, I can wait. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna hold it and uh, wait till the next uh, to my next break. So, and that's kind of what I did. I'm like, no, mm -mm, I'm 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 done. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But it's it isn't it is embarrassing when you let out a a nasty gassy, you know, you know what? And yeah, it's just a it's really a, an embarrassing moment, you know. So yeah, definitely definitely been in your shoes before, Scott, and it's happened to me. And that's like you say you're you're usually able to replicate it. Well, like I'm not even right. sneaky about it. I just start hitting and like rubbing things just to just to find something. Like I just right. frantically, just frantically moving everything on my desk or or like throw you know, dropping things on the floor, squeaking my shoe or trying to find something. And then something, yeah, anything, anything that even just sounds remotely yourself. close to to what just happened. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was no coming out of it for me. Like I tried, I was like, okay, well, maybe if I grab my big gulp and I like do the thing with the straw, though. <laughs> but like that would have been way too many movements to get that. There's no way. Then it would have been like, okay, now not only did he pass gas in the office, but now he's like trying to insult me by duplicating the sound with something else that I clearly know was not. Yeah, that. They, they look over just as you're pleasuring your straw, which it just makes everything even stranger. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I am I am not a pass gas in public type person. I mean, when when Rachel and I first started dating, I mean, like I would have stomach aches oh, because yeah. I couldn't. It was like like the relationship didn't really start until the first time that I ripped one. Um, now, poor thing. I mean, she's got to go to bed with a with a, a CPAP, and it's not because she has poor breathing, but just to block out the the, <laughs> the, the, the odor at night. Uh, <laughs> But the funny thing is, Ryan says he's been with his wife for like 12 years and maybe he's passed gas in front of her twice. That's a dude. I've got respect for you, man. I don't know how you do it. I, I pass. I passed gas in front of my wife twice in the last hour. <laughs> but now, like I aim it at her. Now it's a fun game for me, like especially if she wakes me up in the middle of the night because I'm snoring and she's like, turn over. I'm like, OK, well, brace yourself <laughs> like, it, you know, and, and uh, you know, I do the, the, the leg cock thing and all that. It's my wife. I, you know, I don't care. Whatever. She's never farted in front of me. Really? Yeah. It's really weird. Like, I don't think that girls, well, my ex-wife used to fart. Mm. Um, but uh, it, my, Rachel does not fart. Uh, and I don't know if it's just like a girl thing. Or... I think, I think, you know, like, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, because I just learned it the other day, but sharks, they pee out of their skin. Maybe she just fart. Maybe the oh. farts maybe just comes, just comes out of her skin. Maybe it just, I think that's what happens with girls. It just like comes out of their skin. Like it just, uh, just, just. That'll, that'll be such a weird feeling too. You know what's funny, Remy? Farts move at like two miles per hour, like really slow. But like sneezes are like a thousand miles per hour. 
It's like something ridiculous. Could you imagine if we sneezed out of our asses? Like we, you, like you would see, it, like or the or farts ran at three thousand miles per hour. You'd see people like jump forward. I, like, I, I yeah, no, you know, I do. A turbo it's called Mario. it's called irritable bowel syndrome, Scott. <laughs> You know, I did have some questions for Alex because Alex did his little Delilah moment at the end of the show um, where he's like, you know, just just uh, just free yourself or whatever. Um, that guy loses his credit card and wallet uh, a lot, uh, like way more often than people should. Yeah. Did, uh, did you get a chance to hear that? I, I yeah, heard, I did. I heard it. To, I heard it today on the way back uh, from Universal. And I'm like, Alex, how many times are you losing your wallet, man? I mean, here, here's something you should invest in. Invest in one of those biker wallets with a chain on it so you don't have to lose everything <laughs> in time, man. And it's funny because he said he was wearing basketball shorts specifically. So just seeing that chain yeah. with the basketball shorts would be a sight to see for sure. That would be a sight to see. I can't do I First of all, I very rarely go out in public in basketball shorts. Not because I, I'm ashamed, but because... I'm so paranoid about my wallet. I mean, you guys have both been to the theme parks with me. If I'm about to go on a coaster, I move everything to the cargo pockets that I can like secure in place just because I'm paranoid that things will fall out of the back pocket, more specifically the wallet or the phone. I, I really, I don't care about the phone. It's the cigarette and the uh, lighter that I'm more <laughs> concerned about because the phone I can get later. So speaking about things falling out on rides, Remy. You were a ride attendant. I was, yeah. For a long time. I sure was. I don't know. If that's, is that what you call it? A ride attendant? Yeah, ride attendant. Yeah. Uh, based on based on what I've heard on Remy's Roundtable, he's done everything at every theme. I know. He worked at the Turkey Leg Stand. Uh, he's worked at 18 different attractions, different food. He was the CEO of Universal at one See, point. But, seems um, that way. Got bored of that and wanted to do uh, Uber. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that one star rating. <laughs> Remy. What is the okay? So people lose their phones and stuff all the time. Was there any? Was there ever anything strange that you found that fell out of somebody's pocket on a ride? Yeah, I found a whole pack of. Uh, I found one pack of condoms, and then I found another pack of tampons. Well, the the tampon. Okay, the tampons aren't as weird as the condoms, right? For so sure. We we sort of thing at the end of the night <laughs> called track walk, where you get to walk on okay. walk under the track. So you you go under there and find like your loose like loose articles, like your sunglasses. Uh, sunglasses, wallets, keys, whatever you dropped on, dropped on the ride, and you have to return it back to uh, uh to Lost and Found. Yeah, when we saw that box of condoms, we're like, no, we're not taking that to Lost and Found. Absolutely not. So, and it was during Remy's. Like, what's that, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Why are there the gloves for your fingers? Is, it, is this what? Oh, I I cut my finger. I could use one. That's the wrong one, <laughs> sir. That's the wrong one. <laughs> No, so but that's it, an interesting, uh, interesting move bringing condoms to a theme park. It's weird. Like I, I was like, who would bring a box of condoms to the theme park? I mean, there's no, there's, there's no spots to, you know, do the naughty naughty in a theme park. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you've been around the theme parks long enough to know that people will try to sneak one wherever they can. Uh, it's just kind of part of the thrill. I mean, when I when I worked at Wet and Wild, uh, we had to constantly get on our megaphones and say, "Folks, Wet and Wild is a family park, not a park for making families." <laughs> I mean, it just you know it happens everywhere. But yeah, Remy, so so you find that strange to find? I don't I don't find that strange at all. When I when I worked at Wet and Wild, um, Memorial Day weekend was always like Memorial Day itself was the most chaotic day. I mean, we had to have uh, police officers uh, all over the place. I mean, it was it was like a crazy day and lazy river was like a ride you 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 waited in line got in on one end and then you had to get out on the other end like you couldn't just keep going all day we found so many condoms 
uh, in the lazy river. It oh, was gosh. ridiculous. That's disgusting. Well, no. wet and wild sounds like a place where you should be having sex. In the, in, in their yeah, defense. and if you put the if you put the apostrophe in the wrong place when you're searching them online, it'll take you to a completely different site. Don't go there. Oh, I, I frequent that site. That's my homepage. <laughs> Remy, he's talking about porn. Yeah, I know he is. But what was that? Uh, what was that one water park over by? Uh, it was in Kissimmee area. Was that a uh, Watermania? Watermania. Yeah, 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 yeah. That didn't last very long. So I will put it this way: uh, Way on Wild is our uh, target, and Watermania is your Walmart, pretty much. Uh, I oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Back in the day, back in like. The 90s, it, definitely. Wet n' Wild was the target, and Watermania was the, uh, the, the, the Walmart, for sure. And then, and then Universal was like, we want to get in the game. They bought Wet n' Wild, uh, and then opened up Volcano Bay, and then closed Wet n' Wild and built hotels. Yeah. And the, the, worst, the worst ride that I can remember over at Wet n' Wild was, you want to get injured a lot on, a, on, on this water ride? Yeah, you, you guys need to, uh, you know... If you guys did go to Wet Wild, the one ride I can remember was uh, the Black Hole. I remember that ride so well. I got injured on that ride, too. Injured? It's like having a conversation with Remy is a black hole. Oh! <laughs> Just kidding, buddy. Chris, you were going to say something? How'd you get injured? What, what kind of injury was this? Okay, so imagine it's like a... Uh, I gotta explain the, the ride. Um, it sounds like a, like a very made-up story that Remy's about to tell us. No, the black hole was like a shape of a toilet you know, in this big circle like that. Nope, nope, nope. That was a completely different ride under under black hole. That was like a, a toilet. Black hole was like a spaceship and it had two tubes coming off it that were completely black. And you had like a couple of like space lights through it. What was? Yeah, that. Yeah, that one. But I'm talking about the one where it's like a shape of a, it's like a circle and you drop right into that, that hole. Storm. I'm trying to think of, Storm. Storm. Yeah, Storm was the one I got injured on. That was an intense ride because it just drops you and like pushes you down the water and yep. like you're lucky not to drown. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I got a concussion on that on that ride. So uh, of course you did. Of course you. It did. was brutal. For, it was brutal for me to go on that ride. Remy, while we're talking about um, having sex in the theme park, where's the uh, the 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 craziest place you've had sex? Uh, you want high school or do you want uh, right now? Oh. Well, whatever you're comfortable sharing, yeah. Jesus. No, just tell, spill the beans, everything. Yeah, All right, why not? This is not a family podcast. Well, it kind of is. We well, advertise it as yeah. it. Yeah. No, we advertise also, that we're number one we also don't. by our friends and family. But also, oh yeah, we are We are, uh, we are, we are in the top podcast. five for uh, kids and family podcasts. That's yeah, right. So, uh, I'm not sure you should talk about that, but uh, if you guys really want to know, uh, what's happened back, it was back in high school during our senior skip day, and uh, apparently my, my girlfriend at the time, we didn't really want to skip school, so we just uh, had a uh, naughty, naughty time under, under the bleacher in our, in our football uh, stadium. Wow, nice. good for you, Remy. Was she a senior as well, or was it a statutory rape? Uh, oh. let's, put it, let's put it this way. She was, uh, she was already a graduate. She was already a graduate from high school. Oh. Just, wanted to, just wanted to cover all bases here, Remy. So even, because, you know. We don't want you to get canceled here. He's so in high school. So I was a, so I was a junior and she was a senior and she just she just graduated. So her and I kind of so the Roman Juliet clicked. Yeah. So we kind of gotcha. clicked together okay. and then uh, yeah. Good. Good. I think you might have a lawsuit actually, Remy. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Uh, we yeah. know a good uh, good lawyer, Chris. I'm oh, not yeah. going to ask you because you've been with your wife since like birth. So um, you I know, have, yeah. I don't want you to have to it'll, share it'll anything without getting her permission. Yeah. For me, church parking lot. 
Really? Wow. Yeah, in a car in the church parking lot. I would hope you. I was hoping you were saying a car. Yeah, that and just my, in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, that in my parents' backyard. So wait, your parents? So like, I lived with my parents, and we would be like, "Hey, we're gonna go for a walk," and I would go to my trunk, grab the blanket out of the the trunk, and then go into the backyard and you know bang one out real quick. Dang, wow, that's, look, um, that's romantic right there. <laughs> Remy, Remy, nothing about bang one out real quick is romantic, okay? This wasn't like the first time or whatever. You know, this is uh needed to get my D wet real quick, and that's where that's where we landed. <laughs> and I forgot that my mom listens to this. Mom, sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh my All God. sorry. <laughs> my parents oh, are learning man. so much about me uh on this podcast. I know. Well, listen, Scott's mom, I did not have sex in your backyard, so I'm probably the <laughs> favorite son. But please, if, if if you told her that you had sex in her backyard, she'd be like, well, good for you, Chris. She's your number one fan. She, <laughs> you can do no wrong. <laughs> she doesn't care that you don't like the Giants or the Mets. Uh, she she doesn't care. She's got a, she has replaced all of my pictures around her, her house, and it's pictures of you and Emily everywhere. It's, it's kind of disturbing. I could probably... I could probably go into the middle of, of, of Fifth Avenue and shoot someone, and she'd and she'd still like me. Right, you could club a baby seal. That's a Trump. And she'd that's still a, vote that's a Trump you. quote. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> a baby seal one. <laughs> Where we have to get back into the spirit with this uh, the, the the announcement that he's running again. We have I, to bring so start, We have to remind everyone how much fun all the hate is, <laughs> <laughs> all the hateful speeches. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> It would be much funnier if it was a comedy movie. It is unfortunate that it's real life. <laughs> I, I'm sure that there's plenty of comedy movies, but yeah, it is. Uh, it is sad how um, when we watch these comedy movies, I'm like, oh, I lived that. You know, someone's <laughs> someone's going to major in history, and their specialty is just going to be from October 3rd to October 8th of 2020 when Trump got COVID. Uh, just that three day period. <laughs> They're going to major in just that three day period because there was so much going on there. So, okay. So again, politics aside, politics aside, what was your favorite um, moment of the Trump presidency in um, honor of him saying that he's going to run two years in, in two years w- when it ended, but no, the, 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 <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> the four seasons total landscaping thing. That was, was that was a classic. I retweeted and reposted every yes. uh four seasons total landscaping meme and you know they were featured the owners of uh of um four seasons total landscaping were featured in a super bowl commercial for uh for fervor oh i did not know that yeah but so it was funny. a commercial for fervor and and uh it was it's really really funny and she's like when all of a sudden you get publicity that you weren't expecting uh you know <laughs> you need the best in in web design or whatever and 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 at the very like they're going through this big greenhouse and it's like this larger than life greenhouse and they're like wait a second where's the um you know where's the lobby and they're like this isn't a hotel uh it's really really funny if you look <laughs> it up it's amazing uh, four, four up. seasons uh super bowl commercial it was um it was uh not this past super bowl but the super bowl before that i believe i have uh three uh favorite trump moments i'll make them quick one was the tweet at like four in the morning when he just tweeted out Cafefe. Oh, that was- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the best part about that, Chris, is everybody who wants to make fun of Biden for the things that he says, it, like on Facebook, I, the, you know, they would make fun of Biden for, you know, whatever blah, blah, blah he would say. And all I would do is just respond, Kavefi. 
(laughs) (laughs) So that's definitely a top one for me. Another one was uh, when the hurricane was going to, I think, hit Texas. And he asked if nuking the hurricane was on the table uh, to see if that would slow down the hurricane. That was pretty good. Uh, third and probably my favorite is when he went visited Puerto Rico after Hurricane um, Maria, I think it was, and he just started shooting threes with with paper towels <laughs> yeah. to, to the people, <laughs> throwing Gosh. paper towels. Yep. Oh, the man. the, the ingesting bleach um, and Lysol oh, uh, that was a good one there. too. But here's the thing: this is because a lot of people don't know this about me. I I wasn't necessarily a Trump supporter, but I, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, I am a registered Republican that supported Mm -hmm. Trump in the Mm -hmm. 2016 election. Didn't like Mm -hmm. the things he said, but I, you know, I I was behind him um, Mm -hmm. and I was behind him for the first part of COVID. He lost me at that bleach moment and not because he, (laughs) not because he said maybe we should, but I'm, I'm, I'm watching him and I'm like, you know what? He's saying all the things that I'm thinking. If bleach is supposed to be so effective, if Lysol is supposed to be so effective, why can't they synthesize this into something that we could ingest and maybe could kill the, the germs? He's on to something. He's just not necessarily communicating it the right way. So right. I defended him. I defended him. I was like, no, he's not saying go drink bleach and you guys are idiots for drinking bleach. He's just saying maybe we should look into something like that. The very next day, he's <laughs> instead of like, trying to clarify what he said. He goes, no, I didn't say that. I was taken out of context. <laughs> and I'm like, you effing more. Like I sat here and defended you. I had to sleep on the couch because I defended you. you I didn't go to Costco part? because oh I defended you. And then you son of a bitch. No, I didn't say that fake news. That's when he lost me. The, the, the best part about the best part about him is like, he would defend things that even he didn't say if someone that he didn't like disagreed with whatever that was. You know what I mean? So like he could have like he probably could have meant the whole like we should synthesize bleach and, you know, find a way. Right. But then somebody was like, oh, that's what he meant. And then but it was like maybe CNN that said that. And then he's like, no, no that's not what I meant. I meant right. the other thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and then he just double he just doubled down on whatever yeah. <laughs> person yeah. that didn't like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I'm very excited for the campaign season. I think I think maybe we could do some um some live streams of commentary of like debates and stuff. I think that'd be very fun. We may have we may be onto something. Maybe we do some bonus stuff or some Patreon only stuff. And uh, listen, we do play, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent non political. This right. is all like because because this is like it would not be fun to do to do this for like a democratic debate because it's just they're politicians. Trump's right. Trump is just a wild card, Correct. and what he says is insane and hilarious, and we need to make fun of that. And we yeah. need to we need to be there with our Patreon members live. Agreed. I, I love we it. Have to. I love it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Remy's going to give us a little theme park update. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Hey there, Scott here. You all know I like to spend time wandering the neighborhood on my my big wheels or hanging out at the park with my fedora and my Bud Light. So I don't have time to clean my own house. 
That's why I've been using I Believe services for the past six, seven years, and they're the best in commercial and residential cleaning. They're also doing carpet shampooing at such a reasonable price. Just check them out. That's IBelieveServices.us. Give them a call, 407-928-4595, and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Picture St. Augustine, Florida, 2022. You're on the Night Watchman Ghost Tour with all of your ghoul friends. The air grows colder, you turn the corner, and there she is, Ghost Mary. Okay, you probably won't run into Ghost Mary. Um, you may see a ghost named Mary. I'm not really 100% sure, but the tour guides for the Night Watchman Ghost Tour from Sea America Tours do know it is the only 4D ghost tour in St. Augustine. So if you have ever wondered what a ghost smells like, well, now is your chance. And right now they have a scary good deal going on. Enter the promo code NNF, as in no new friends, and receive 25% off your Night Watchman Ghost Tour. So visit them at seeamericatours.net. That is S-E-E, americatours.net. Okay, bye! Lizard people. The moon landing. Birds aren't real. Hi, this is Chris from the No New Friends podcast. And if you're hearing this message, you were selected to join the resistance. For as low as $1 a month, join our Patreon and help us uncover the truth. Upon joining us, you will be invited to our secret Discord, where we help spread these truths. You will be invited to watch our live recordings where the government cannot interfere. For more information, please send a messenger pigeon to my underground bunker or visit us at www.nonewfriendspodcast.com. This message will self-destruct in three, two, one. This is the No New Friends Podcast, and I am Carlos Alberto Navarro, bro, listening to No New Friends Podcast, and I'm out, bro. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris, and special guest, Remy. So this week is Thanksgiving. Do you guys have any uh, big plans or big traditions that you do? Um, I, I'm actually off this Thanksgiving. Last last year, I had to work all day. So, you know, for me, I always get up. I watch the uh, the Macy's Parade. Um, and yes, I watch the dog show. Oh, uh, you don't. And then we go over. I think we're going to my sister's. Stop it. We're going to my sister's. And our big thing is we do the... Uh, the shot of Johnny Walker red with a chaser, uh, Bud Light chaser. Like that's a pretty big tradition where all of us do it. Started with my father and my grandfather and just kind of carried on. Cool. What are you guys doing? Go ahead, Remy. We're probably, we're probably gonna have uh well, I might be working on Thanksgiving at, uh, at Disney. So who knows? Well, I'm, well, I'm, I'll probably just have leftovers, but uh, we were going to go to uh, my parents' place for Thanksgiving. And then we're going to go over to my aunt's house for Thanksgiving. Cause she lives all the way out in, uh, uh, uh what's it called? Uh, Stony Stony Brook area. I'm trying to figure out where uh, Waterford Lakes area. 
Uh, we go over there for Thanksgiving. Two She's completely the- different areas. Stony Brook <laughs> is right by me, and Waterford's over by Central U- UCF. But there is a but there is a Stony Brook over by Waterford Lakes Waterford Lakes area. There is so. a Stony Brook East. You're right. There is a Stony yeah. Brook East. You're right. So so we go over, so it's we not go. It's funny when you correct me, Remy. <laughs> so we go over. So we go over there uh, to just hang out, hang out with my cousins, and uh, and we're gonna meet my uh, cousin's uh, fiance's uh, family. So looking forward looking forward to that. And then we're we're gonna end up at uh we're gonna end up at Jen's uh, aunt's for uh, Thanksgiving as well. So I got a lot of Thanksgiving to do, but who knows? I mean, I could be working, but uh, if I am, great. If not, then yay, more food for me. So for us, so yay. Chris, what about you? What do you got going on? All right. So instead of uh, going through what I do for Thanksgiving, I'm going to talk about some underrated and overrated things that I think about Thanksgiving. Right. So, okay. All right. So underrated. Thanksgiving leftovers. You have you have food for like a week because my yeah. my mom cooks right, and we have the food at the house, so I just go right over because we're attached to that. Me and Emily live in an apartment attached to their house. It's so, called I mean, a I, compound. It's called a I, compound <laughs> when you have all these like houses attached to one thing. And, yeah, You're right. Kool Aid and stuff. It is. It's amazing because like for the next week you have food. You just go over and you you, you eat turkey for breakfast. Doesn't I don't I don't I don't care. Yeah. It's it's free food. Right? Throw and it tastes better. Salt. I think it tastes better. Yeah, it mm-hmm. tastes better. Uh overrated Thanksgiving Day. Because everybody knows Thanksgiving Day is just the pregame for Black Friday. Listen. Right. You don't need to stuff your stuff on Thanksgiving. Like I said, it's there for the whole week. You can just get it the next day. I love eating that midnight Thanksgiving second meal though. Like that's that's a that's definitely tradition for me. Um, right before you go out for Black Friday. Uh, what's overrated now is Black Friday, even though I love Black Friday. Because Black Friday is like years ago, we used to um, eat Thanksgiving dinner. And then we wait around, look at all the circulars, the Black Friday circulars. And then at 12, you know, we'd be in line at 1130 at Target, getting ready to run in there and get like a toothbrush that's on sale. And it was so much fun. We'd dress up and we, you know, my sister wore a Batman outfit one year out because like there's no there's no rules or laws on Black Friday. And it was no, cool. It's just the like Wild West. Exactly. And just shopping at midnight, you know, two or three in the morning at the mall is so fun. Now they ruined all that because like, oh, these people need to be home with their families. Screw them. Screw the employees. <laughs> I want to get my Black Friday experience. So <laughs> it's, it's a little overrated now, but I still go out anyway. It's still fun to see all the crazies. I just got a Black Friday deal yesterday at Walmart. I mean, it's getting earlier oh. and earlier every year that um, it's probably going to be an all year long sale. It's called Black Year. And I, it, I don't know. It's They have Black Friday deal doorbusters already. And it's um, this started a couple days ago. It's, it's, it's bizarre. Um, but yeah, so the other overrated thing, and this, you guys will be able to relate to this. Maybe not so, because I don't know where your families live. It sucks splitting holidays or figuring out what holiday yes. to go to what house. Yes. That is the absolute worst. Because when you said it around me, when you're like, oh, we're going to Jen's this, and it is like the absolute worst um, to try to figure out like what holidays to go to what house. So yeah. when me and Emily started getting serious, we had to start. You know, I think I think when we got engaged. When he moved in together, like, all right, we're gonna have to start alternating holidays. And it was like, oh, it's just like a chore. It's like, okay. So, and then you think, okay, where were we last year on Christmas? Cause it's mm-hmm. that right to be here on Easter and our families do stuff every single holiday. Go ahead. Remy. Yes. Well, I mean, Jen's parents, they live at, out, out in the uh, Indiana area. So, but she has, uh, but she does have family. She has family here in Florida, uh, Alan and Apopka and the other one lives over by, uh, UCF area. So so we're able to go to like her cousin's 
her cousin's Thanksgiving for a little bit to hang out with their family for a little bit, and then we go over to her aunt's after we hang out with her with her cousin to have things more Thanksgiving food with the See, aunt over there. That's cool. So for me, it's either one house or another house, right? It's never both. So it's like I don't get the two meals. I just get the depression from one side of the family not being able to see us that holiday. It, it's always served cold. So okay, hold on. Let me ask a question. How far apart? Are, like within we, half hour so why don't everybody. you guys all just get together well we are this year actually <laughs> because that's okay so yeah so, so actually we are this year so my mother-in-law lives in canada okay and she comes down for thanksgiving every year now the the biggest battle that we have is who's going to host thanksgiving because my sister has always hosted thanksgiving mm. but for the longest time we lived in a townhome we couldn't fit more than five people right at a time yeah. um well now we don't live in a townhome we live you, in, you live in about a house five. that we Right. We we live in a house that we bought specifically to host things. Right. So now it's kind of this battle between my sister and my wife of who's going to host Thanksgiving. And but also like we have Rachel's extended family that we like to invite. So like everybody together. Um, but that's that's a nightmare. But let me tell you the biggest nightmare. I get it, you know, you've got the in-laws and then your parent, you know, you that that's an easy, easy solve situation. And like my parents are divorced, but they spend every holiday together with like it's that's all cool. of us. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a great situation. Yeah, cool. Like it's my dad, my stepmom, my mom, and my stepdad. They all, we all get together, no big deal. Um, but most of the year, most of the year, uh, being divorced is fantastic because it means I only have to have the kids for a portion of the year. You know, um, uh, I want to yeah. go out. You know, on a weekend. No, no, no. There you go. I take take the kids. Whatever. Um. Yeah, I get a little bit of a break. It's it's a fantastic right, thing until right. the holidays hit. When uh, the holidays hit, then you have to keep track of who had the kids then, who had the kids then. Christmas is always a challenge because, you know, I have one mom, you know, I got two baby mamas, you know, I might as well uh, play basketball or football or something professionally. And then well, you're three away from um from what's his face? Uh, Nick Cannon. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I've got one that it's like, okay, if it's your year for Christmas, you have them on Christmas. They're yours all of Christmas. I have the other one who's like, no, 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 we're going to split Christmas Day, which is a, a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, but yeah. anyway. Um, so, Ron, so Ryan Ryan did make the uh, comment, by the way, just uh, for people who don't know how big your house is, he did say that you could host the Queen's Jubilee in your house. Of course, <laughs> if she hey. wasn't dead. Of course, if she wasn't dead. <laughs> I'm curious if any of our listeners, if any of our listeners are listening, that was the, the dumbest thing I ever said. I'm curious to see. That's like uh, Remy saying, hey, uh, check us out on Spotify or iHeart or wherever. And I'm like, dude, they're already listening. What do you, what do you, you want them to stop listening and go, uh, go listen somewhere else? Yes, guys. Uh, stop listening to Remy's Roundtable. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, okay. so I'm curious, just reach <laughs> out, reach out to us. Let us know what, uh, what you find overrated or underrated about Thanksgiving. Uh, cause I'm curious to see what our listeners think because Ryan chimes in, uh, on discord, uh, with some interesting stuff. Like he, with the whole splitting of the, of the holidays that yeah, trying doing that with an infant, which is why, which is why not having kids. So, I mean, my other tra tradition with, uh, things with Thanksgiving, I, uh, would always watch, uh, Charlie Brown's uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, ah, that's a good I, one. I, I will watch that for like, keep it traditional. Like I will watch like you know the Macy's Day Parade and after Macy Macy's Day Parade, I will watch you know Charlie Brown's uh, Thanksgiving uh, movie. You're such a white person, Remy. I am. I'm, I'm wow. basic, dude. I'm basic. <laughs> 
Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Just turn this knob. Yeah, yeah. And... All right, there we go. I think I got it. Now it's time for Alex's last words. Please, no, 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 no. Hold the applause, please. Alex here, and uh, sorry my voice, I have the flu. Uh, my kids have the flu, and now I have the flu. I don't know if it's the man flu like Scott, but it's the actual flu. And I want to talk about Thanksgiving a little bit. So every year, uh, my wife and I, we started doing this uh, while we were dating and now through our marriage, is it's either Thanksgiving Eve or Thanksgiving night, just whichever tends to work best for us that year. We watch planes, trains, and automobiles. And if you do not watch this movie, I recommend you putting it into your holiday plans and try to watch it on Thanksgiving because it is a Thanksgiving movie and it is hilarious. Also on Thanksgiving plans, um, it was talking about where they're going to be. And I have two Thanksgivings usually because my wife, her family, we t- they tend to be okay celebrating things the day before so that other people can go different places. So because her brother goes to his wife's for Thanksgiving and her sister goes to her husband's for Thanksgiving, we do Thanksgiving the day prior. And then Thanksgiving Day is just eating leftovers and hanging out, watching the dog show like Scott, as well as uh, the Macy's Day Parade. And, uh, of course, Charlie Brown uh, Thanksgiving uh, short. That's a that's a must-watch in my household as well. So um, overrated would be the turkey. Overrated would be cranberries. Don't like cranberries. But, you know, on this podcast, it seems, underrated is pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is amazing. And if you say different, I will see you outside. Because pumpkin pie makes the world go round. I am fine with eating a little bit of food and three pies. I used to tell my family, I said, hey, is someone bringing a pie? And they go, yeah. I go, cool. Can they bring a second pie for me? Because I want my pumpkin pie. I'm not sharing pumpkin pie. I cut it up like pizza and eat my hands. Delicious. Are you guys ready to play Jersey Man and Florida? Jersey Man versus Florida Man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Every week, Ryan brings us two news stories. It is up to us to determine and figure out uh, which one is Jersey Man and which one is Florida Man. Take it away, Ryan. Hey, guys. This is Ryan coming to you from the No New Friends newsroom located this week at a big box store. It's been a busy week, so I thought I'd do some multitasking and record while I was walking around. So... I'm so sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to bump in. Oh, wait, that's a that's an Aunt Jemima display. <laughs> well, uh, I guess I need to be more careful while I'm walking around. But, oh, geez, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to knock you. Oh, wait, that's that's a Mr. Clean display. What is going on here? Well, anyways. Oh, damn, eat bastard. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to. Wait, that's a keyboard elf. Cardboard cutout. What is going on here? Is there anybody in here not made of cardboard? Oh, just all the people laughing at me. Wait a minute. I recognize that guy. I know him from a Zoom call. Oh, man, I got to go get his autograph. While I'm waiting in line behind this guy with a purse to get this guy's autograph, let's get into this week's Florida Man or Jersey Man. And in our first story, authorities are on the lookout for an armed quadriplegic man for his involvement in a double murder. And in our second story, a man trying to rob an ATM left behind his jail inmate ID. All right, uh, Remy, you're our guest. What do you think? Jail inmate is def is definitely Florida. I, I got I got a feeling that one's from Florida, and the other one is from Jersey. Chris, what about you? I'm gonna go armed quadriplegic is uh, Florida, and I'm gonna go jail ID New Jersey because I feel like half of New Jersey residents have a jail ID. <laughs> See, I agree with Remy. I think jail ID is Florida, and uh, 
uh, what was it, quadriplegic for double murder? Uh, <laughs> I think that's Jersey because Jerseyans are creative about yeah, their murder. That is true. All right, let's find out the answer. So our first story was from Florida, where police are on the lookout for a 30-year-old man with no arms, no legs. He's a person of interest in the murdering of his parents. Police said the man is armed and on the run. Oh. <laughs> so that means our second story is from New Jersey, where a 36-year-old man robbed another man at an ATM out of $800, leaving behind his Hudson Jail inmate ID. What is this guy, a Batman villain? He has a calling card he has to leave behind? <laughs> wow. And in other news... I found a story of a woman suing Samsung for $1.8 million after her cell phone gets stuck inside her vagina. <laughs> this once again proves that Android users don't understand how technology actually works. <laughs> Somebody should tell her that you use that device to take pictures of that thing, not that you feed that device to that thing. <laughs> That's all for me this week, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, man. Oh, is, that, is that what you call a full speed, a full speed vibrator? <laughs> <laughs> Rummy's the only person in the world that I've ever seen celebrate when he got the answer wrong, by the way. I know, right? He was so excited about getting that answer wrong. I'm like, wrong. yes, I got it wrong. Ryan, well done. That's all I have to say. Very, well very done. well done. Very well done. You you are very talented at writing jokes. My my Okay, so my wife does not listen to the podcast on a regular mm -hmm. basis. Now, if there's an episode where I'm like, oh my God, you have to listen to this one. She'll listen to it and, and she'll here and there maybe listen to it and all that. But I played her all of um, Ryan's Jersey man, Florida man. And I've given her the context because anytime we have yeah, one of these yeah. classic moments, like I share the classic moment with her. So I, I play, she's like, wow, this guy may be a genius. Like you I never, I, like, like I never have to fake laugh. Like everything no, genuinely no. makes me laugh because everything Everything isn't just funny, but it's it's like witty, like it's creative. Yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And uh, and and my mom loves it too. My mom mm -hmm. thinks it's so so funny. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a great great addition to the show. You know, I wonder if Ryan does stand. I wonder if Ryan does it like does like any like open mic anywhere because I would like to see him do open mic like somewhere and have all these have have him do like all these jokes right there at uh, open mic because he would be perfect for that. He would be very good at that. So I have this idea, okay? And I'm, I'm only going to give bits and pieces it, of it away over the next couple of years. I have, I have this grand idea for our fifth year anniversary show, mm -hmm. okay? But part of it includes all of our, you know, Howard Stern has his whack pack. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to come up with a name for our whack pack. Uh, my wife suggested maybe the side group, kind of like, okay, we've got the friends with benefits. And then like the side piece. Uh, so the side group, um, side pieces. the dog pack, the side the pieces. Pack. I don't know, but the, the dog pound, I don't know, but, uh, all of our, our whack pack that, you know, our performance based like Ryan or whatever, I want to give them a segment that evening to perform. That's all that. I'm going to give, because this is a huge idea that I want to do for our fifth anniversary show, but we have to be big enough mm -hmm. because it, it, it involves doing an episode live in front of a huge audience. Um, and that's all I'm going to say right now, because I have all these, I have all these ideas written down like for our five year. I, I visualize it I just like that. Carlos Navarro's told me to. So I love anyway, it. Remy, what, uh, what, what, what is new on, uh, on Remy's round table? You've got a very structured show. Well, okay. I use that, uh, very, very loosely. Uh, but we've got banter. We've got Disney history. Uh, we've got inaccurate news. Uh, what else is going on? 
that's a structure. That's a structure right there, man. I mean, what else we what know about Remy's Roundtable? I mean, it's a it's a uh, theme park podcast. It's comedy. You guys like it. You guys will uh, hear Scott, my comedy, wife. Comedy's a stretch, Remy. I don't know if it's that funny. Well, I I'm mean, it is. It's a funny show, man. It's pretty funny, you know. So, because you, 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 my wife, you guys give me crap all the time on the show, and I love that. That's like the best, you know, reason why I like, I love doing Remy's Roundtable every week with you guys. But yeah, it's uh, just pretty much your Florida-based theme park podcast, and we cover, you know, some some things that's happening at the theme parks. So yeah, that's pretty much what your Remy's Roundtable is all about. Awesome. Yeah, check check out Remy's Roundtable. Um, I would tell you what day of the week it comes out, but I don't know what day it, it comes out on a different day, depending on when Remy records it and when he gets it edited. Um, as fast but as fun you can get fact, it out there. Yeah, as fast as fast as you can get it out there. But fun fact, he has several anniversary shows a year. So yeah, uh, if you've always if, fun, if you miss the third year anniversary, that's OK. In six months, he'll have his fourth. Uh, no big deal <laughs> for whoever's never listened to Remy's Roundtable. I encourage you to listen to it. It's it's just it's just a fun podcast. It is a fun fun podcast. It's been super fun for me to do, and I know I drive Remy crazy because um like I will cancel on him on last minute because I'm either busy or sick or drunk. Um, but Remy, I, it's been so much fun being on on your show with you, and thank you for coming on to our show tonight. And yeah, Remy, you know, thank you. We say this all the time, but Remy is the key for all of us coming together. He because is hundred percent. I didn't. I didn't know Chris. I didn't know Joe and Alex. You know, this podcast just started with me and Mary. And we met Remy, uh, which is another funny story. And we decided to have Remy as a guest on our podcast in the episode Gone Too Soon, where we talk about the phallic chimney in Morocco that's no longer there. He invited us on the uh, the the podcast, The Diz Journey, which is the crossover podcast that nobody ever really asked for, but they got anyway. Love how he and invited you to the B show, by the way. It was the B show. Yeah, he didn't invite me to the A show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had already been on the A show. I was. Uh, he interviewed me for the A show. That's right. But uh, that's where we met Chris and then uh, Joe and Alex, and that kind of the rest is history. And we've made, uh, you know, friendships that will last a lifetime. So it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yes, yeah, so yeah, we, we appreciate you more than you will ever know, Remy. And um, we really do. I and you're a good sport. We bust your balls oh, so yeah. much, and you take it like a champ. And I love. Well, that's you the for best that. part about you. That's Thanks, the best guys. part about you. You 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 uh you understand comedy, and you understand that we all love you, and that whenever we make fun of you, it's a it's a sign of endearment. Yep. Thank yep. you. I mean, with I mean, that being said, oh, here's the ahead. thing, man. Like, it's like you know what? It's all about you know laughter. If you can't laugh at a joke, then I don't know why you're you know hanging out with yeah. these guys. You know, hundred percent. Couldn't agree yep. with you more. Um, with that being said, Chris, do you have any cliff notes? I only have two cliff notes tonight. Listen, oh. listen, it's hard. It was hard because I had to talk a lot tonight because Mary's not here and it's just yeah, a different to be dynamic. Second. You had to be the in the in yeah. the co-pilot seat. So it's just a little dynamic, but I did sneak in a couple. So uh here are my cliff notes. Uh Scott was saying that Remy's been begging to come on for months now. So Remy, congratulations. Scott let you come. His wife is still waiting. Oh, 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 oh. come on the podcast to, to, to be on the podcast, to come on the, to arrive on the I podcast. didn't spell it that way, Scott, on this cliff. Anyway. <laughs> and that is my cliff note. All right. So just <laughs> that is your cliff note. Listen, uh, we had to edit out one of Chris's cliff notes note. Uh, so if you'd like to hear the unedited version, just become a Patreon member and then you get to hear That's everything true. uncensored. As it comes out, uh, so Ryan and Remy got to hear that one as well as our other Patreon members who are watching right now or watch the YouTube replay. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation. 
Hey, it's Alex from Diz His. You know me, you know Joe, you definitely know Chris, and you know Jen. Well, we're the host of Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Every week we take one Disney subject and go over the history, as well as our insight on the subject. We talk about other Disney topics, as well as what's new in the news. You can find us on all podcast platforms, or go to our website, dizhiz.com. That's D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. And we're on all social media at DizHiz65. Chris, what do you got going on in DizHiz this week? This week on DizHiz. But you know what? Before I get to this week in DizHiz, let me tell you who's bringing us this week in DizHiz. Because as easy as it is to forget to say something you're supposed to say, is as easy as it is to reach out to a travel agent to book your vacation for you. Did you know that, Scott? Of course you do, because I tell you this every I did single that. week. Every week. Every and, week. And uh, I might start just like going onto mountaintops and screaming this out to the masses, use a travel agent, because it's so important. And uh, if you guys want to use a travel agent, which is completely free, go to Sandpaper. So go to sandpipervacations.com, where you can reach out to Nick, who is the owner. And uh, tell them that a new friends podcast sent you. You can fill out a free, uh, a, a, you know, a form for a free quote for your vacation. That's my favorite part about it, Scott. Free. It's my favorite word in the, in the whole universe. Free. Because even just picking up my phone and trying to um, book these vacations by myself feels like it's costing me money. Because time is money, Scott. Use Sandpiper Vacations. So uh, this week on Disney, or this week on Dizhiz, not on Disney yet. This week on Dizhiz, we are talking about Pocahontas. Um, we needed to oh. th- find something Thanksgiving related, so I just instantly thought Pocahontas because that's really the closest hmm. we could get because of Native Americans and Thanksgiving oh, stuff. Okay, so it's kind of a stretch. Gotcha. If you squint, yeah. If you squint, but it works. It, makes it works. You know, you can see it. Um. So yeah. So we uh we talked about Pocahontas. Kind of an interesting history. It's it's um we're, we're talking about Pocahontas the character, not really the movie. We obviously talk about the movie, but we talk about who she was, why Disney chose to, you know her to represent what they wanted to convey to the audience because they didn't have enough indigenous representation in their well, character be, lineup. Could be because of some backlash from um from using a white guy to voice Aladdin. I don't know. You have to listen to the podcast to find <laughs> out. It's an interesting history for sure. Uh, it's always fun. <coughs> it's 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 a, it's a fun listen. Pocahontas. This week on Disney's Sam Harvey Vacations. You know what's funny about that movie is I <laughs> I saw that in the movie theater at Pleasure Island before it was like a premiere. Um, my girlfriend at the time, her mom got these pre-screening things, and and so I got to see Pocahontas like a couple of days oh, that's before, cool. and it was packed because it was you know it was a free premiere. But I mean the movie was fine, it's whatever. Fine. It wasn't yeah, yeah. wasn't anything to write home about. It was a fine movie. But I will always remember this movie because it was the first time that I got an M&M package with blue M&Ms in it. <clears throat> and like, I remembered like there was this huge voting. Uh, is it going to be the blue or the purple or the pink M&Ms? And like the blue had won. And I was like, I need these blue. I want these blue. So I, I never bought M&Ms. I don't I, like M&Ms are good, but they're not like the best thing ever. But I had to have M&Ms. So I would buy M&Ms anywhere I could. 
And that was the first time when I opened it and I was like, Eureka, there's blue M&Ms. And I didn't eat the rest of the blue M&Ms because I wanted to savor the, like, I didn't eat the rest of the M&Ms because I wanted to savor these blue M&Ms. It was like in this king size pouch for, oh my God, for millions of little girls and little boys all across the United States. They go to see Pocahontas and they see representation. They see the color of this princess's skin being like theirs. Scott sees the colors of his M&Ms. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Most were focused on the colors of the wind. I was focused on the colors of the M&Ms. <laughs> it's the least surprising thing. Every time, every time I watch Pocahontas, it reminds me of watching Mel Gibson and Braveheart. So there you go. <laughs> um, you know, in your last episode with the uh, California Pizza Kitchen or California yes. Grill, uh, there were some funny moments about being under nine. And, and you guys hit some of them. Uh, with, you know, well, Chris has no problem getting into it, uh, you know, with the under nine or whatever, mm. but then there were some missed opportunities and I wish I would have written them down. Oh, you should have, um, should have channeled yeah. your inner Alex. I know, I know, I know I was, but I was driving and I only have so much brain power to follow up on things that I hear on my friend's podcast. Like Remy, Remy takes up most of my brain space for things I need to address with him. Um, after I've listened to an episode. But anyway, uh, that's either here or there. If you'd like to connect with Diz His, check them out. Diz His 65 on all social media. That's DizHiz.com. Uh, if you'd like to check out Remy's Roundtable, it's Remy's Roundtable on all social media. Check out his podcast. It's it's a fun time. It's a fun podcast. Um, I, I wouldn't say you're going to learn anything that you already didn't know from one of the blog sites, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll deliver some inaccurate news, um, and some inaccurate rumors that will call news, but check that out. It's a very fun podcast. If you'd like to connect with us on the YouTube, the Instagram, the TikTok, the Twitter, we don't have our blue check mark yet, but we're working on it. All the social media, just check out our website, no new You can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. That is our Patreon. And also check out our sweet merchandise. If you listen to us on any of the, uh, the podcasting platforms that allow you to leave a review and rating, please leave us a five-star rating and we've re- and a review that really, really helps us out. And if you're in the St. Augustine area, check out the Night Watchman Go- t- Ghost Tours. That's cameritors.net. And uh, use the promo code NNF to receive 25% off. On behalf of Mary, who's not here, Chris, Remy, our producer, Alex, and Game Master Ryan. I'm Scott. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye.